0: No one's demand but our own. And from our home office here in the Gulch in beautiful Nashville, Tennessee, it is the 615 Sessions brought to you by A to Z Sports and A to Z SportsNashville.com. Buck Rising here with you as always, fresh off the practice fields at St. Thomas Sports Park. We have seen A.J. Brown. We have seen Corey Davis. We have uh, been chastised by Taylor Lewan, And we have heard from quarterback Marcus Mariota and seen his backup Ryan Tannehill, whom uh, most of you, based on what my Twitter mentions looked like on the video I tweeted out of Tannehill going through a simple quarterback drill, uh, you believe that he's coming for your starting quarterback job. Uh, that remains to be seen. And in fact, your head coach disparaged that notion right out of the gate. But we have a lot to discuss uh, based off the the time that we spent over at the, the Titans practice facility, based on the information that we were able to glean, we will be joined by the great one, Jim Wyatt, Jimmy Wyatt of TitansOnline.com. Jimmy is the most intrepid of Titans media, even though he is a a, a team employee. Jim's still probably better at this than the vast majority of us who are out here giving you Titans coverage. So Jimmy will join us here momentarily. Uh, and instead of regurgitating, because Austin Stanley uh, and I, Austin Stanley of course, A to Z Sports, along with Zach Bingham weekdays, 8 a.m., your on-demand, Nashville's on-demand sports talk show is when the boys go live with that. Austin Stanley and I did a live uh, Periscope and Facebook Live video directly after practice today, so instead of regurgitating the information that I talked about in the live video, uh, we will just replay for you here the live video in Austin and I's conversation about Delaney Walker, about A.J. Brown, about... Uh, Marcus Mariota and Ryan Tannehill, and uh, that will that will be our discussion on Titans OTAs because there was a bunch to talk about. Um, even though the actual football information that we were able to glean was fairly limited, because of course you know helmets shoulder, or not even shoulder pads, helmets and shorts uh, was the attire out on the practice field today. But we will do that. After we hear from the great one, Jim Wyatt of TitansOnline.com. Back here on the 615 Sessions, A to Z Sports, A to Z SportsNashville.com. We have just come off the practice field at St. Thomas Sports Park a little while ago. We have seen Ryan Tannehill. We have seen Marcus Mariota. We have heard from Mike Vrabel. And now we talk to the great one, Jim Wyatt, titansonline.com. At J. Wyatt Sports is where you find my man for all his drone shots of A.J. Brown for future practices to come. Jimmy, what's up, brother? Not much, Buck. Hope you had a good day out there today. I did. I did. I'm always happy to get back there. and Get back out there. There's a, there's a, an, a renewed sense of purpose for me, Jim. I, I have I have so little going for me in the offseason that football practice just makes me feel like I'm back in the swing of things and I was happy to be back out there as I'm sure you were as well as you were hiding behind trash cans trying to get better pictures than the rest <laughs> of us at practice. Uh, what, was, what was though, Jim, I know I know it's so hard to take, uh, take legitimate football things away from this time of year. It's May and we are all desperate for football information but what was your what was your biggest takeaway based on what we saw from practice today?
1: I think just having, you know, Delaney Walker back out on the field and looking like he looked because, you know, when he suffered that injury in September of last year, uh, I think everybody knew it was going to be a long process. And he's not over it yet. But the fact that he was back out there and at the beginning of OTAs and doing as much as he did, I thought that was a really good sign. He said himself he's probably 85% right now. And, uh, and you know, he's he's going to be 100% by the season Uh, By the time the season starts, I feel like, I know he feels like that. So to get him back out there and as a part of the offense, uh, I think that's the biggest takeaway for me.
0: Yeah, I was looking for for at least even a little bit. I I was honestly surprised to see him out there to begin with. I know we talked to him about a month ago and he said he was working on uh, on one of the zero gravity treadmills, just starting to run a little bit there. And then to see him out there at practice today, I know he wasn't working uh, in the 11-on-11 drills, but... There was no hitch to his run. I was looking for even, even the slightest bit of difference uh, in his stride, and he looked awfully smooth out there. Uh, Jimmy, help me, though, understand, because my, my, biggest, my biggest thing with the Titans and what they had to do over the course of the offseason, my greatest concern was the depth or lack thereof that they might have at tight end because of Delaney Walker coming off of IR, because of Johnu Smith coming off of IR. Uh, what what is the feeling in the building on Delaney Walker on his health on Jonu Smith even if you have any insights on that are we are we making too much of this even though Delaney is 34 going on 35 and coming off a snapped ankle
1: I mean I, I think the tight end position is, is going to be good when the season starts but obviously with Delaney not all the way back yet and Jonu Smith not available and and don't know exactly when he's going to be back. Uh, obviously, that is a concern, but I think guys like Michael Pruitt, who played some last year, uh, you know, a guy you know, like Anthony Spurkser, who had got a chance to get some opportunity to play. Cole Wick is a guy the team got late in the season who's a big guy. You see him out there and you think, where'd this guy come from? He was there last year when they got him up from the 49ers, but then he got hurt right out of the gate and ended up on IR. So, you count those five and you've got pretty good depth and good competition. there's a couple of guys I didn't name who, who certainly are going to get a lot of reps, but uh, it's going to take a while probably before you feel good about it, just because Delaney's not there yet. And the fact that John Smith is not practicing and, uh, and not much has been said about what he has recovered from. So, you know, you, you, you just got to keep your fingers crossed and hope things play out well for the Titans at that position.
0: Yeah. Uh, another, another position that everybody, in, in terms of Titans fans, and I'm sure people in that organization have their fingers crossed on, uh, is the continued health uh, of Marcus Mariota. We talked to Mike Vrabel in sidebar today. We talked to Marcus Mariota at the podium today. Bo- Marcus said that he wasn't worried about the noise uh, outside in terms of the scrutiny that's on him this year in a contract year. Mike Vrabel said, and I'm paraphrasing, that Marcus Mariota isn't he. He he is the starting quarterback. Is what I took away from that sidebar, Jim. Correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, But what 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 should we make of Tannehill and Marcus at this
1: juncture? Well, they've gone out of their way to to quash any talk about it being really even a competition. I mean, so much so that you know, part of me wonders if Ryan Tannehill, you know feel like hey you know I, I can play this game a little bit myself you know at least give me a shot but and I don't think that they're holding them back necessarily but they have just made it very clear that it, Marcus is you know the starter and it's not really a competition I mean you, I think the, your read out of Brable was very accurate because Vrabel uh, was very strong in a couple of different things about Marcus Mariota. he was asked about just his approach and how he handled last season, the injuries. And he said he loves Marcus Mariota as a player and he loves him as a person. And when the conversation kind of went toward Taney Hill and how much his presence could impact Marcus or pressure Marcus to, to pull, you know, to try to raise his game another level Vrabel again, said, Hey, his, his job is not in jeopardy. So uh, I, I do believe Marcus, when he says, I don't pay attention to the criticism or, or other people's opinions of him. He's not talking about people in the building. He's talking about fans or media. Or right, he's talking about are, vultures like me and Kaharski and yeah. everybody out there with
0: a <laughs> microphone, Jim.
1: Yeah, and and I believe him when he says it because you know he's not on social media. You're not going to see him on Twitter or Snapchat or Instagram or Facebook. I mean, he he just doesn't get into that. And I can't imagine he's sitting around with a fake account. You know figuring out what people are saying about him, and uh, he's a positive-minded guy, so he is, I think, approaching it the same as he always has, and, you know, if you're the Titans, you just got to hope that, you know, his health is is good for the year and that uh he develops chemistry with a lot of these new guys around him which i think is priority number one for him
0: it, it does delight me though jimmy to think about marcus Mariota with a burner twitter account just stalking us all and seeing all the all the less than positive or or somewhat critical things that we've been saying about him but I'm sure that's just uh, I'm sure that's just GMs across the league and, and everything else. I'm pretty sure you're you're spot on in terms of the starting quarterback having no particular interest in what any of us are saying. Jim Wyatt of Titans Online is here with us on the six one five sessions. Uh, it looks like they drafted a pterodactyl to play wide receiver. That uh, AJ Brown has the the broadest back of any human, any rookie certainly that I've ever seen. Uh, in my limited experience, coming covering professional football, what did you make? what have you made of him so far, Jimmy? I don't know if you've had a chance to to get to know him a little better since you're over there every day on a day to day basis. Uh, what are your initial impressions of AJ Brown?
1: Well, I like him, man I mean I think he's he's a he's a guy that has a good work ethic and approach, and uh, there's no question he's going to put the effort in to help this team as quickly as possible. And you saw that at the end of the rookie camp when he stayed after. Uh, you know, working some drills uh, with the extra time, and uh, I, I like the way he catches the ball. I mean, he just—he seems so easy for him. He physically—he—he he looks. To you mention it. You mentioned his back. I see his. I mean, he—he has huge legs and thighs. He's and, got thighs and, like a running back. Yeah, I mean, he, so he's—he's—he's he's, he's really well built and. Uh, you know, just look at his production in college. I mean, DK Metcalf, the photo of him and Metcalf, he kind of gets overshadowed because Metcalf is such a physical specimen. But but uh, he's a pretty big guy himself, and his, and his college stats blew Metcalf out of the water. So I, mean, I think he, the Titans got the better prospect of those two receivers. But, but with that said, I've seen a ton of receivers come in here, and, uh, and it just takes them a while to really – uh, flourish and to be comfortable. It's happened with Corey Davis. It's happened with you know happened with Kenny Britt. It happened you know with so many guys over the years. Uh, so he's going to need time. I think he helps this team a lot in 2019. I think he makes a big impact. But you've got to so, got to temper your expectations somewhat because uh, you just know it's not going. It's just never easy for a rookie at the start. Yeah,
0: Jimmy, the the wide receiver development for the Tennessee Titans as a franchise you, you touched on it earlier you've seen a lot more of these guys come through here than I have be it with during your time with the and or now uh, riding for the team's website is there something in particular that we can pinpoint as to why wide receiver is such a trouble spot here in Tennessee or is it just just bad luck at the position
1: I think part of it's bad luck uh, you know from an injury perspective I mean Kenny Britt got hurt right out of the gate when he came here, and Corey Davis was dealing with the injury when he came here, and Tyrone Calico, who was a second-round pick from MTSU, had injuries early. Uh, I think that's been part of it, bad luck. Some of it's been because this team has drafted guys uh, based probably on potential as much as production in college, and they've sometimes been burned by that. And uh, I think that's one way you've got to feel – good about aj brown is at least he has the production in college that you can look at and say okay we've seen this guy get it done and 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 i think that gives you a reason to feel better about him at the start than maybe some other guys
0: uh how much jimmy would i have to pay you to put on his dolce and gabbana shades to, to, what's that? Uh, AJ Brown's Dolce and Gabbana sunglasses <laughs> that he was wearing at the rookie premiere. How much would it cost me to get a picture of Jimmy Wyatt in the Dolce and Gabbana shades?
1: <laughs> that shows you how I had a touch to him. I didn't even realize what they were. I thought they were maybe Maui gems uh, that you had. On. Uh, that's what I wear. You probably uh, the odds not great of that happening. I actually have some Maui gems that a buddy of mine uh, gave me, and uh, and I love them. I'd look foolish uh, wearing those wearing those shades, uh, they wouldn't go good with the visor at all. No,
0: that's not true. I I don't think there would be a swaggier look than Dolce & Gabbana sunglasses and three pencils tucked (laughs) into your visor. Jim Wyatt, titansonline.com, kind enough to stop by on his his way of doing many different things uh, after practice. His observations from Tuesday's Titans OTA are already available on the website because even though Jimmy works for the team now, he's still better at this than all of us. Jimmy, I greatly appreciate you, my brother.
1: Like I appreciate it. We'll be seeing you out there a lot here over the course of the next couple of weeks before we get a little break for training camp.
0: No doubt about it. Thanks, Jim.
2: What's going on, everybody? Welcome in A to Z Sports the live video after Titans OTA practice. The first time the media has been out there at Titans OTA. Uh, I got Buck Rising here with me. Austin, What's going Stewart, on, A guys. A to Z Sports. We have just flooded all of our social media streams with content. Yeah, Twitter. Instagram, Instagram stories, and Facebook, lots of stuff uh, from Titans OTAs here today. Uh, A couple things we'll talk about. I think we were mostly surprised, most of the media surprised to see Delaney Walker out there participating. We'll talk about him in a second. Uh, The quote of the day coming from A.J. Brown. uh, But, Buck, I think... Uh, the first thing everybody was interested to, s- to see today was number 8, Marcus Mariota, along with his new backup, 17, Ryan Tannehill, coming over from Miami. Uh, what was your first thoughts about the two quarterbacks? I mean,
0: everybody was more excited to see Tannehill than they were Mariota. It because we know
2: like. what Mariota looks we like.
0: We know what Marcus Mariota looks like, and guess what, guys? He looks exactly the same throwing the football as the last time I saw him saw him publicly throw a football in that week leading up to the Week 17 game. It was, it was more of the same. Yes, he did throw a deep ball. Matthew Gillenwater. He also threw an interception on uh, to Taewon now, or on a route I'll designed for Taewon Taylor. I,
2: I think, and, and me and Luke were sitting there talking, uh, A to Z sports, we, we were out there, had four people out there coming practice. Uh, but I was talking to Luke about this. That was definitely a miscommunication to, on some level uh, between Mariota and Taewon Taylor because... Well, uh, and that's
0: the problem. You don't know who the miscommunication exactly. is on and the part of. Is yeah. it Taewon I, Taylor, who we know has had issues in that department? Is it Mariota overthrowing well, him funny. because of inaccuracy? Because we don't
2: know. Luke said to me, because they've been throwing the ball together for three years. I said, yeah, but there's a new offense, kind of. <laughs> and so you never really know. That's the point is that it's the inconsistencies, the lack of continuity for Marcus Mariota. You thought he looked the exact same. I thought Marcus looked healthy. I thought he looked a lot more fluid, uh, like he had some extra burst of energy yeah. uh, when he was rolling out. I was watching quarterback individuals. He, he was,
0: felt that he felt more energetic to you today. He did. He? he did.
2: He <laughs> wasn't like he was dealing with a torn plantar fascia or, or, or a, a fractured vertebrae or whatever. Or Whatever stinger he was dealing with, I thought Moria looked. T- thing uh, for the last five months or so, uh, so that's a positive thing. Tannehill, what did you think of Tannehill?
0: Tannehill, I mean, he looked like a professional quarterback, as, as <laughs> in the same way that Blaine Gabbard looked like a professional quarterback yeah. when he was here. Right, he can throw a football. Accurately against seven-on-seven defense like this, I don't know what people are expecting, and, and I know we that we have to temper expectations because it is it is OTAs, and there's only so much that we can take away. And everybody's excited to see the new backup quarterback, who half of you think is going to take Marcus Mariota's job, which isn't happening. We talked to Mike Vrabel today; his job is not in danger. This point has been made clear over and over and over again. Right. So you, Tannehill truthers, in my mentions, but settle the
2: hell doesn't down. Doesn't matter because as soon as Marcus has the f- the one bad game or the, the oh two, sure the two and Interception game, where he takes seven sacks or fumbles, whatever it is, yeah. the fans. There will be a portion of the fan base that will call for Ryan Tannehill. That's unavoidable at this point uh, because of what Marcus has done so far in his career. I uh, thought Tannehill looked like the best backup quarterback I've seen wear a Titans jersey, maybe since Ryan Fitzpatrick was a backup. Uh, so I mean, seriously, <laughs> but that, that's that's the truth. He's better, bring back the beard. He's better than Castle. He's better than Gabbard. He's better than Mettenberger. He's better than all those guys. Yeah, and I mean, uh, if you can say
0: anything about the the backup quarterback situation in Tennessee, it is that John Robinson has, to his credit, incrementally upgraded the backup quarterback over his course of time. The the problem is he, he took, thought at one point that Matt Castle could play.
2: Well, he took baby steps from Castle, uh, it will, from Mettenberger to Castle, uh, then to Gabbert, and now at the Tannehill. So a lot better there from the back Matthew
0: says Mariota is on his out, his way out regardless. Just, I, just there's settle no way down. Him. It is OTAs, for God's sakes. You people are yeah, awful.
2: There's no way anybody <laughs> could say that. So, all right, let's talk about, I still have A.J. Brown's quarter of the day, yes. I want to get to, Let's but, hear it. but no, not yet. Delaney Walker, I okay. think. I'm I, just excited.
0: I'm so excited to talk about yeah, OTAs. Yeah, I'm you, ready. You just I'm want to talk
2: about it. AJ Brown because he wore cool <laughs> sunglasses over the weekend. Just, uh, like you, just like you think you're doing right now. I look great in my So, sunglasses. So, thank you. All right. Delaney Walker. Yes. I didn't expect Delaney to be doing anything, he looked. Like he's not coming off of an injury to
0: me. He looked incredibly smooth out there running routes. And again, we know that these guys are in shorts and shells, helmets. This, this is not something that is any giant revelation. But the last time that we talked to Delaney Walker, he had just begun to run on one of those zero-gravity treadmills. Today he was out here working, going through drills. With, running routes. Running routes with Agility the Agility
2: things. He was coming in and out of breaks. And
0: the thing that stood out the most is he didn't have a hitch to his run, no. which we were all looking for because he's a 35 or soon-to-be 35-year-old that's coming off a snapped ankle.
2: I think that's Jay there on Periscope, but I'm not wearing my glasses. I've to take off
0: my glasses He says alone. that <laughs>
2: he doesn't think Delaney's human. I'm starting to think that way, that he's got something extra in there because of his age, the way his body looks, the way, how athletic and fast and explosive he is at his age, and then how quickly he's been able to come off that injury. Well,
0: and here's what it says to me, right? Because Corey Curtis and I talked about this on Sunday night on WKRN. What does it say about the Titans based on what they didn't do in the draft in free agency? They didn't address the tight end other than bringing in your, your, your regular scheduled undrafted free agents, right? Yeah. So you one has to assume that they feel good about Delaney Walker and about Jonu Smith based on where they, where they are in their recovery as they come back off IR. I understand that it was just OTAs. I am not here to be overreactionary. But to see Delaney Walker look as good as he did based on what we know that injury to be, I think you can kind of have a little more confidence. You can't totally trust it right off, out, off the bat, right? Yeah. Because they're going to they're going to sell you the company line on Delaney Walker and they should because this is not a man to be doubted. Right. But based on what we saw today, I think that you can feel better about their position at tight end. I think that still, though, it, it gives me great pause based on what their depth looks like so, there. So
2: uh, Brent asked the question about Johnny Smith with Delaney being back. Um, he's not full back yet. I mean, they're they're going through. They're not wearing any pads. Yeah, either. Michael Pruitt
0: ran uh, with the, the ones. Delaney, <laughs> Delaney
2: was not doing anything, you know, full team participation. It was more individual drills, but he looked good doing it. Uh, but, but Brent asked about Johnny Smith and his role at, since Delaney will be back. I think John is going to have a, a big role in this offense because they're going to run two tight ends. They're going to lean heavy on two tight ends because that's what uh, Lafleur wanted to do last year. I think it's what Arthur Smith is going to want to do this year. So well, John, what did
0: Vrabel say in his availability? Right, we're looking. He's hoping for continuity because right. they understand that you're shifting from coordinator to coordinator. But the, the the pitch that Arthur Smith gave us in the last time we heard from him, the only time we heard from him, yeah. is that they're looking for more continuity from what they they want to stick with what they had installed last year, maybe pare down the play calling a little bit, because some of those play calls, it's like a totally different language. And I think to simplify the offense while still keeping the same concepts, I think that's the ultimate goal. All right,
2: quote of the day from A.J. Brown, Austin, and Buck here, A to Z Sports Live at St. Thomas. I know Sports. you
0: all are upset. I'm not Zach. No, these are not Zach's glass. Zach can't afford these (laughs)
2: glasses. He's he's the one that's paying your checks. (laughs) So you better watch that real quick. (laughs) Who
0: said that? Not me. (laughs) <laughs> that doesn't
2: make any sense. Check at cash all. today,
0: baby. Yeah, What's that's, up? That's,
2: that's correct. Direct deposit <laughs> is a hell of a thing. So, anyway, uh, A.J. Brown was working after practice for 30 minutes one on one with Corey Davis. Yes. And I thought this was a great deal. We were live from Mandu. Speaking of Mandu, I got to work out here in a few minutes. We're rushing through it because
0: Austin's got to go get his I butt Yeah, I got to go get swole.
2: Uh, but A.J. Brown was working with Corey Davis. And I said, there's, there's something that to me that separates A.J. Brown from the other wide receiver busts of the past. And that's his Professionalism mm. and the fact that he was out there after rookie minicamp, working after practice by himself, and then today after practice for 30 minutes with Corey Davis. He was asked about that from by Chris Harris, uh, Channel 4 here, uh, and he said, "You got to pay the cost to be the boss." <laughs> and I was like. That's an awesome quote. I wish you were just wearing those sunglasses and the chains like he was out there in L.A. Listen, I wish he was that.
0: wearing those Dolce & Gabbana sh- glasses until the end of time. I loved what yeah, he looked you like got, at you the you got to pay premiere. the cost
2: to be the boss, and A.J. Brown knows that cost is extra work. And working with uh, third-year wideout Corey Davis, he, he said he knows what Corey's been through. Corey's been through all of that. Uh, so now he's going to lean on Corey Davis. And that's, that's a great thing because now Corey Davis is a guy that we didn't really expect to be a mentor type. I didn't think he was that.
0: He doesn't have a choice at this point. Right, he's but, got to learn, continue to learn, and also mentor the young guys.
2: Fantastic thing for Titans fans to see Corey Davis uh, teaching AJ Brown some of the trade there, uh, as those two guys, both still young wide receivers, who have a lot of upside. So that, that was a big deal for me.
0: I'm keeping a, an eye on him because I, I already love him. I love his personality. Yeah. I, I I was telling Zach the, like the other day. Eyes, I, I don't care. That's an awfully awkward thing to say on a live what video that I like another grown what man's life. yeah? Because he's built like a freaking machine. This dude is a pterodactyl out there running routes on the practice field today, the the width of this man's back is shocking to me. Uh, just yeah. just based on the work he that he was a doing,
2: helicopter on his back off
0: the si- <laughs> off to the side with Corey Davis. But I'm going to keep an eye on him, obviously. And Adam Humphries is somebody that I'm uniquely focused on because he is also he's he's the veteran presence that everybody's clamoring for in the wide receiver room. Right, that's been a theme for the past couple years with the, the the wide receivers of the Tennessee Titans. But at the same time, he understands that he's coming to a new team, he's learning a new system, and he still has to enter. The that role as the most veteran member of the wide receiver room. It's going to be a weird balance for him. I think he's somebody that's capable of handling it. I think that John Robinson and Mike Vrabel trust him in that capacity, uh, but it'll be something to monitor as we move forward through OTAs, baby, shorts and helmets.
2: All right, guys. B-Rat says he loves these pop up videos. We like doing them. So. Buck, well,
0: I love you, BRAT. Yes,
2: and look, this is how you guys are going to get to know Buck even more before A to Z Sports primetime starts uh, in July. Lucky so, for you. I know. All right, guys. A to Z Sports, thanks for watching. I'm Austin. He's Buck. Again, follow. Follow us on all the all Instagram, Instagram posts, Instagram stories, uh, Twitter, Facebook, content galore. Uh, Buck and Luke both have things in the works for later today. A to com So thanks for watching. We'll see you guys tomorrow morning live from Wilson County Hyundai. And I got to go, man, do 15-minute workout, but uh, I got to hurry. I'm going to be late. So we'll see you guys later.
0: Peace and love. Okay, that's going to do it for us today here on the 615 Sessions. Uh, many thanks, of course, to our guest, the great one, Jim Wyatt, titansonline.com. Thanks, of course, to Austin Stanley and Zach Bingham, uh, A to Z Sports, in the mornings, weekdays, 8 a.m., Nashville's live, on-demand streaming talk show, Facebook Live, Periscope, is where you can find the boys. Greatly ap- appreciate their patronage uh, on the 615 sessions and A to Z prime time starting in July. We are getting closer and closer to the debut of A to Z sports uh, evening programming, which is going to be just you and me uh, at 8 p.m. beginning July 8th. So keep an eye out for that. If you enjoyed our interview with Jim Wyatt, we have many, many great Interviews that we have done over the course of this show: uh, Rashawn Evans, Kevin Byard. Uh, by the way, Corey Davis coming up on Thursday's six one five session, wide receiver for your Tennessee Titans. Uh, we will talk with Corey Davis. Then we very, we very much look forward to chatting with Corey. Corey has not yet been a guest on any show that I've done, uh, so I'm excited about that. But. If you are rating, reviewing, and subscribing to the 615 Sessions, you can find all the interviews that we have previously done in our archive. So make sure that you are doing that, that you are leaving five stars, because the four-star ratings just make you a hater. Uh, That being said, I'm Buck Rising, reminding you to stay hot in Nashville, which is pretty easy to do because it's 90 degrees outside. Uh, We'll talk to you Thursday, right here on the 615 Sessions, presented by A to Z Sports and a to z Sports,